0: Welcome back to 99 Percenters, episode two. It's great to be back, part of the Pultaz Sports family. I'm Danny Ehrman. I'm sitting here with uh, Nate Maurer and uh, Jack Hanahan. And we got Billy Maurer sitting up top. Uh, He's got a conference call in 10 minutes, so he's just here watching us. But, uh, (laughs)
1: Nate, Doc, how's it going? Hi, it's good. It's good to be here. Uh, Excited for some Christmas, and uh, let's get the show rolling.
2: Jack. I was happy to be here, Danny. You know that. Um, Christmas right around the corner. Uh, a little stressful at the Hanahan house right now. But, uh, you know, uh, we'll make do. Yeah, we're going to get to that in a second. So episode <laughs> two, we got to talk a little
0: bit about what's a 99%er. Uh, for me, it's it's uh, the 1%ers of the guys that made it. They're sitting at home right now. They got Christmas gifts under their tree. There's no end in sight. 99%ers the guys that almost made it didn't get there. Their high school coach screwed them. Their golf coach screwed them. They were better than the guy playing on TV. Uh, that's kind of what a 99%er is. And I'd say, Nate, Doc, what do you think about that?
1: Yeah, I think it's uh, it's where you get that group of buddies together. And I think misery likes company, right? And you all have something to talk about. The five guys, everybody has a story about what coach or what, what boss or what parent or whoever it was, you know, screwed you over. And it's just fun to hear those emotional stories. It's not the typical 1% of the politically correct talk, this is the real real thoughts and emotions of a person that maybe it happened 30 years ago. But they can explain it like it just happened five minutes ago.
0: Now, Jack, a lot of people are saying you're a one-percenter. <clears throat> but, you know, you had a story, episode one. What's what's your version of a 99-percenter?
2: Well, the 99-percenter, I think we all, no matter if you're a one-percenter, got lucky, fooled him as long as you could, or it uh, turned a little... Uh, dark early on i mean you know we all had a coach that didn't like us or um actually every coach i ever played for liked me (laughs) except (laughs) one dusty baker did not like me (laughs) but um it was at the tail end of my career anyway but um 98 percenters the guys that the grinders that go out and grind 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 and don't get any credit you just don't get any credit and you know like you know like i look at my kids I look at all these crazy hockey parents right now, like skating before school, skating after school. They go to skate schools. I got news for you guys. Your kid's not going to the NHL. It's real simple. (laughs) (laughs) Like they could be 99 percenters. So
0: uh, super excited about this episode. Um, She kills it in social media with the NHL, with foot. uh, What's the football league called? NFL. Uh, No, I'm just kidding. Uh, she's, She's awesome. Jessie Pierce is here today with us. I'm going to read a little bit about her on her Twitter bio. She's a fantasy football trophy wife, mom of three. She's a line tweeter at NHL.com. I believe for the Wild, she can correct me in a second. She runs a podcast, Bar Down Beauty Podcast. Listen to it. It's awesome. All about the Wild. And she's a host of the Vikings Score North. I mean, what did I miss, Jessie?
3: I mean, you you, f- you fumbled through it, like the Vikings tend to do once in a while, but you <laughs> nailed it mostly. I'm really proud of
0: you. That's pretty good. Well, welcome to the pod. Thanks <laughs> for coming. I'm
3: super excited. I had told you guys before we hopped on that this is one of the most fun podcasts thus far I've been a part of, and I mean it. Yeah, I'm not just saying you. that. So far, so good. Uh, no, I'm super excited to be a part of it though.
0: So here again, this is our second guest and people are gonna be like, she's a one percenter, just like Jack. But guess what? Jesse's got a story. You gotta wait till the end to hear the story. Before the story, we're gonna kind of dig into Jesse's background and what she's done and how she's been so successful and and all that. So I I guess I'm gonna start with the fantasy football trophy wife. Okay, so you said you beat your husband two years in a row. Yeah, is there anybody else in the league?
3: Yeah. Oh, I see what you did there, Danny. And now I take it back here. This is not my favorite podcast I've ever been a part of. Yes. I just happen to get lucky sometimes. I get a good quarterback in there once in a while that really carries me through. This year, not so good. Kyler Murray was my quarterback Mm. and that hurt prior to him getting injured. I was done over it. Uh, But you know what? You got to let everybody have fun in the league. I can't take all the championships. So. I'm just that's my Christmas gift to everybody else is I mean, allowing me nice to game. win. Very it is. Nice it's game. very yeah. sweet. Have you ever you.
1: sat players in fantasy just to give them a break? You know, like you're yeah. playing one of your weaker opponents. You're like, I'm going to set my guy out to give him a little break.
3: That that's no, I'm not that nice. No, you yeah,
1: go. Typically, I got yeah. a two-three game lead going into the playoffs. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to sit a few guys, get them rested for the playoffs. You know.
0: So Nate, Nate dogs, it, you're a big fantasy guy too. <laughs> uh,
1: I'm in one league with a group that I, we we've been doing it when we we would go and you know get the stats out of the newspaper. You know, at 15 years old and still today, the same group 30 years later, you know, of course, it's a lot easier to deal with it now. But it is tough with the Thursday night games, the Saturday night games, the Sunday, the Monday. Like, you actually have to track it, but we play for enough money to kind of make it interesting to do it. But uh, yeah, I was back-to-back champions, but I got knocked off this week.
3: Sometimes the the Kings fall, right? Like, you can't help Ourselves, I feel like you and I, being yeah,
1: I feel like we got a little bond,
3: yeah, we do. Uh,
0: Jack, do you see what happened there?
1: Well, her dad went to Hill Murray. I want to, Hill-Murray. I mean, it's probably north St. Paul, okay. north St. Paul, it's in the Ooh. blood. Yeah. I, was gonna, I
0: was just gonna say, uh, I was gonna say, uh, <laughs> Nate Dog got a little jealous there and had jump in and tell his story. <laughs> <laughs> I knew she wanted to hear it, so no, so getting back to Jesse here. So, Jesse, uh, we'll just jump right into it from Montemedi. <laughs> Play any sports growing up?
3: I played soccer, basketball, and lacrosse. Lacrosse was kind of my go-to. Really excelled in that, but that was also before lacrosse was really a thing here. So I'm not going to toot my own horn too much. I think I was a very doubt defense they called me the brick wall because i mm. just didn't let anybody get by me which was really fun for me um didn't take me anywhere clearly because i'm sitting here with you guys also creating <laughs> content for real professional athletes but uh i loved it it was so much fun soccer the same thing mod very successful soccer association there through high school. I played JV, so let's not get that twisted as well. Um, <laughs> but I enjoyed it. So I guess that kind of makes me a 99 percenter er already, right? Yeah, like right, no, not better. an elite athlete in high school, just really loved sports.
1: I think Hanahan said you were the captain your senior year on the JV team. Sure, yep. Uh,
3: yep, whoever uh, said that, find the Wikipedia page, add it. It's true. It's yeah. true because nobody can refute it, probably. So really,
0: really, <laughs> really quick, I want to touch on your lacrosse. So defense, I never played lacrosse in North Dakota. We didn't have it. Yeah. Uh, is lacrosse
2: a sport? No. Is
0: it is, is sport. now, I'll
1: tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Go out east. I'm kidding. Women's but, hey, women's lacrosse back then, I mean, they can barely even touch anybody and it's an automatic. Oh, we had fall. bubbles,
3: which was embarrassing yeah. and mortifying. What? Like it was a bubble, like an invisible bubble around your head. Because So I played when lacrosse was just starting to come to <laughs> Minnesota. And my parents are like, we're not watching this. Like they couldn't understand, like, <laughs> what is that a penalty for? Because you couldn't there was an invisible bubble and you stop playing. And when you stop play, you leave your stick there. Like Girls Across has come a very long way from even when I played back in the day. It's a little Is it a
1: little bit like uh, ringettes back in the day? When the girls were like, We're not gonna give them a full blade on that stick. Like you <laughs> really? gotta cherry around this little circle thing. Really? You remember ringettes? I mean, like, yeah, yeah. You'd never seen that? No, North Dakota. We let the girls. Yeah. Have real Yeah, no, North yeah. Paul. Apo- like yeah. we were like one of the first <laughs> programs to start it. Highland Park. Yeah. Yeah. You guys don't remember ringettes?
3: Ringettes still a big thing yeah no, we Actually, it's just a, a circle, Olympics. and they just have yeah. the
1: blade. You just skate around the ice with it. Yeah, it's so, similar.
0: So going back to lacrosse, really quick, before we get going on to how awesome you are and what you do, mm. would you slash? Like I see these people slash. Yeah, I'm like, I
3: mean you can come like so. That's where. I will toot my own heart on this. I was very good at So you had a certain space on a uh, opposing stick that you could hit the ball because the whole point is to hit the ball. And when you're cradling is what they call it, the forwards are doing it up here around this stupid invisible bubble. But as a defenseman, you could kind of come in and slash appropriately. So I knew the sweet spot of to like, okay, when they hold it just right, I can hit it there and get the ball out and go. Okay, And so that's what you do. So it probably for hockey's sake, it would be a slash across the body. But for Mm -hmm. lacrosse, it's just kind of normal. Again, the boys game, 100% different. Way different. You're hitting each other with sticks down the entire field. like Mm -hmm. Very, very different. But uh, for girls, I did okay. Especially
1: in box lacrosse. I mean, that's crazy when they play inside their range. Hey, go swarm. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So really quick here, going back to... So we got the lacrosse out of the way. Nate told his story about how he what happened to you, Nate? Something should have happened. To uh, I forgot uh, what Nate said. I got screwed like Teppi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it just happens. Uh, <laughs> no, it's fantasy football. He's a winner. Yeah. But oh, so going back to you, Jesse. Um, NHL.com for the wild. Mm-hmm. Like that's a pretty big deal. Tell huge, us a huge deal. How did you get there? Where like where did it start? Where'd the passion come for hockey?
3: yeah start from the
0: beginning how'd you get with nhl.com
3: uh, oh boy so from the beginning so i grew up in montamira my dad a hill pioneer my mom's from international falls both those people very very hockey folks like my mom in a very different way than my dad my dad's kind of the pristine one my mom's the redneck rougher <laughs> type of <laughs> international falls gal um and in seventh grade i went to my first ever state hockey tournament and i said wow the boys are really cute And I kind of was like, okay, mom, I think I like hockey. She's like, you just like hockey boys. And I was like, I don't know, maybe a little bit, whatever. Followed it and, you know, went to more state tournaments, started to really kind of pay attention to the game, pay attention to the wild at the time. Gopher hockey was really big for me at the time too. Um, Actually. And I think I liked college hockey far more than professional hockey. And then my senior year, I was the stats girl for our varsity squad at Matamida. And that's where I truly learned hockey like Plus minus face off wins, battles uh, alongside the boards and kind of the intricacies where I was like, the boys are fine, but this game is so amazing. Like I just fell head over heels in love with this game. And so at 18, I said, hey, I'm going to do this for a living. And I just kind of chased that dream. Everybody you'll hear, you know, oh, sure you will, because it is it's a very elusive dream, not quite as hard as playing in the NHL. But it's also still not exactly easy to find that hole of writing in the NHL, especially as a female. So um, I worked my butt off through college and ups and downs and, and all of that. I went out to Syracuse, covered lacrosse out in uh, syracuse new york for a bit which was fun knew that it felt like putting a california person in minnesota covering hockey like i knew it but i didn't know it well no were you,
0: were you covering the syracuse crunch
3: i was oh. I, so i did i got okay. to cover the crunch it's AHL funny yep. i was covering all across things up and down the board and then i found ways to find myself back in hockey which is where i was like i really want to go back and cover hockey so, so
0: you were you were grinding
3: it. I was, I mean, and that's what you have to do. You were a minor do. leaguer. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. You were
0: 99% of grinding. It
3: was, it was great. And you have to, and in, in this, it sounds like I think people have this misperception of like professional media personnel are like living this glitz and glamor life. It is anything but like it is not to like play a small uh, violin for ourselves, but it's, it's hard. It's a lot of work and you have to take a chance of that opportunity. Uh, the person that got this job that I wanted with the Minnesota wild, had formally written for NHL.com, so I saw once he got that job, I'm going to move in and take his NHL job. Sure enough, it worked out because it was September and they needed somebody immediately, and I was oh, available. Let's and go. uh I've been there ever since. <laughs> no,
0: that's a pretty pretty cool story, but and that's a quick version because I I feel like it is a grind. Like like I, you know, me, Jack, Nate hasn't, but we've been on the other side of it where. Somebody wants to talk to you and you don't want to talk to him, and like you have to do your job. But you got the athlete; who, he might be being a dick at the time, doesn't want to talk to you. And he, but you have your job. It's a it's a tough deal. I was never like that. Jack <laughs> never was. I could see Nate Dog being like that a little bit.
2: I'm too tired to talk. You know, <laughs> I'm Nate. You know, I'll I'm too get tired get to talk. Goal and assist. assist. <laughs> goal and assist. Yeah.
1: goal and assist. My cell phone number six five one. I'll be down at Billy's Long Bar. We'll talk then. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, okay. So, so you're with
0: NHL.com, working with the Wild. We, uh we had lunch today. And and so Jack was talking about, Jack had a question today about why
2: do NHL players have changing locker rooms? Uh, it's just crazy to me. It's seems so, like a waste of money. Like, <clears throat> why, why, you know, and I, I, I grew up, uh I grew up in a locker room, grew up, you know. Baseball locker room, correct. That's different like, than like a hockey. A, room. Yeah, a well, real see, sport. Well, see, I feel
3: like you should call the hockey locker room the dressing room because that's actually appropriately. Then you can differentiate, right? Isn't no, we, is supposed we to be no, a we have room? a
2: dressing room. We have that, a change room. That's what confused me. So, yeah, we have a let's change. change. Let's change before we go into our locker room. It makes no sense. So, to what me.
1: did you do as a player? I man? walked
2: like, in to the locker room <laughs> and I walked to my locker, threw the rugs on, you know, uh, nut cup, got ready to rock and roll. Seven o'clock game. Usually got there about two thirty. I don't know about these soft hockey players these days, <laughs> but um, you know. And then a uh, little hot tub action, a uh, little uh, eye wash, pumping some iron, and then um, little flips in the cage batting practice, fifteen ish uh, if you're the home team, if you're the away team, it's a little later, come back in, hit the shower, get the uni on, game on, and then when your game's done, you shower, you get your clothes that you wore back on in your own locker room. So hold on, stop <laughs> you know. right
0: there, stop right there.
2: So when you were in the bigs, would there be
0: female reporters in the locker room as you were changing yes. getting
2: naked? Yeah.
0: Oh yeah,
1: yeah, all the time, all the time. Yeah. I don't think Hannah Hanna had to worry about them interviewing him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he was super
1: concerned about shit. <laughs> Jack was yeah, lying around naked. Hannah's like, hey, I'm over here if you guys want to talk to me. They only
2: talked to me when I had like two errors and stuck out three times and lost the game.
0: So I guess that's for Jesse, that's, that's kind of a being a reported like you are. I, I, we don't have to go here if you don't want to, but. Like You walk into the Wild locker room, they have a change room, right? So like you don't have to see what Jack is talking about for baseball.
3: You do. I mean, it's different, right? So the Wild as the home team. So I only cover the Wild home games, right? And, and I'll go into the visitor room because as NHL.com, I have to cover both teams. So the Wild room, it's obviously pretty clean. Like everybody mm-hmm. has their way. The showers are completely down the hall. They're very separate from where everything is visitors room they have like a curtain which is sometimes closed sometimes not closed uh it's depends and a lot of, it depends on the team if they have female people or yeah. not a lot of teams don't so they don't think about it and then i hop in there and i'm all like i mm-hmm. and they're like oh and close the door yeah. <laughs> quick um i will never forget the first time because i had covered mostly college sports and i got an internship right out of college with usa hockey and they had sent me up to cover uh, an american visiting from Colorado or whatever it was. And it was the first time that there was no heads up. Hey, a girl's coming in the room. It Mm -hmm. was just like, here you go. And I remember being so overwhelmed. I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but because I would just, I'm, you know, 22 years old in this room and I was just like, (laughs) I call my mom. She's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I think so. That was just a lot to handle at the time. Cause I, cause I want to be respectful and I want to, you know, like it was never an issue of that necessarily. It was just kind of being a professional and figuring out how to handle all of that. Cause again, the guys weren't trying to do, you know, like show off by any means, but it was just, It was different. So as a woman, that is always different. I remember there was a Toronto Maple Leafs reporter who I adore, sweet, sweet man. And there was one time when one of the Maple Leafs players had walked in my periphery and I like turned and I think he caught it and he's like, oh, must be weird to be a woman in here, and I, that was oh, the only oh, time I've ever felt. And I was like, well, I'm just trying to like, again, always be respectful. I'm not trying to sit there and
2: yeah, you're a pro. Yeah, and like I just you're established it, pro. I'll
3: move, and that's fine. And, yeah, you know, and I don't think he meant anything by it. I think he was just trying to like make conversation. But that was one instance where I was like, I am a woman here, and that's not common nature for certain things.
1: So. But no, is there anybody like you're kind of starstruck? <laughs> like you went an interview, and, and you're kind of like, wow, I'm talking like I'm interviewing this person, or. Someone you've always wanted to interview or talk to. You know,
3: it's funny because as I've gotten <clears throat> along in my career, it's it's kind of become second nature, which I mm. hate a little bit mm. because I wish. Like there are times when I talk to Alex Ovechkin and Sidney Crosby mm. and Connor McDavid, where I'm like, these are the best players. I still want to interview Wayne Gretzky. Like mm. I'm so much old school. Like I remember I, my my highlight of my time is I was covering a premiere for the 1980 Miracle on Ice team. And I got to take shots with uh Ba Harrington and Buzzy Schneider. And they're like, yo, yeah, you wanna do a shot? And I was like, this is the greatest moment of my life. Like <laughs> no and I, I just I'm much more into like the old school hockey as opposed to the new. That being said, I do have to remind myself how cool it is to be able to like interact even the slightest with some players like Kirill Kaprizov is another one, right? Mm -hmm. Like he is a bonafide superstar in this national hockey league. So there's always those moments. I just have to remind myself of them because in the midst of trying to be so professional and trying to be not starstruck, I have to remind myself, like, 18-year-old Jesse would be freaking out right now. Well, and, 18-year-old you know.
1: Jesse didn't have the social media platforms to like. <laughs> <laughs> no, That's no, true. I'm saying, like, we didn't have the platforms of, like, yeah. Michael Jordan played on Sundays. Yeah. Right? We only had, like, instances to see these people, so we only had well, those opportunities. Now it's a dime a dozen to hear an interview with Connor McDavid mm-hmm. or all these guys. I think that back then we only seen them a couple times. Yeah. So I kind of made it, I think I made them bigger than what they were. Right. Right? I, yeah. Because you look at Connor McDavid, like, that guy's ridiculous. He paid back in the 80s mm-hmm. with the goaltending right. back <laughs> yeah. in the day. I mean, the guy would have lit it up for 200 goals a year. <laughs> yeah.
0: Seriously. So, okay, Jesse, so we're talking about the wild right now. <clears throat> I guess before we go on to the next topic, who's winning the Stanley Cup?
3: Oof, Boston. I think mm, it's gotta got to be Boston. Holy cow. Like, I knew Boston was going to be good. They have a plus 50 gold differential right now amongst their opponents. And it's still early. I mean, it's still early, but come Thanksgiving, you know, that's when you kind of weed out who's who, who's what, whatever. And that's no disrespect to Colorado, because I think the beginning of the year, I said Colorado for sure could be a team of dynasty. They've just been plagued with so many injuries. I'm sure once they get healthy, it's going to be a very scary team. I wanted New York Rangers. I love me some Igor Sheturkin. I am a huge (laughs) goaltending fan. Like, good goaltending will take you everywhere. But Boston, for me, I just think it's going to be very, very hard to to take them down. I think, in general, the East, it's probably coming out of the East this year. But I could be wrong. What do you think?
0: Well, Nate Dogg, what's the... What's the Stanley Cup odds for <laughs> the Boston Bruins? I don't
1: know. Jump ra- on it right I'm guessing it's right probably five. <laughs> to he's, the, he's hot. He yeah. is hot. Yeah, I'm hot. I'm hot right now. Yeah. I'm on a
0: hot streak. <laughs> no, I couldn't agree with you more. I think it's coming out of the East. I think uh, the Devils
1: are good. Boston Who saw good. that
3: coming, by the no, way? No.
1: I mean, trip. what was it's their one streak? Yeah. 15?
3: Was I it think 15 achieve, games yeah.
1: or what they. I mean, it's just hard in the NHL because it's.
3: I mean, when you lose that badly so consistently and have so many number one draft picks, it's bound to work out for you eventually. Yeah. I would assume, like, that's <laughs> but I'm my, just saying, slight like, shade of the Devils, win, but like <laughs> Jesus.
1: To win 15 games on NHL because you can, you know, you watched the Wild game last night. They dominate the first period. Anaheim scores the first goal, so of course you got to live bet it. But anyways. <laughs> The wild are going to win the game, right?
3: You got to hashtag that. Like, yeah. that's his yeah. like side. You like, got to hashtag yeah. the
1: live bet. They're down one, <laughs> nothing. They're dominating. They're all shooting 15 to one. You got to take that even bet. And the wild come out and shoot, you know, 20 some shots in the third and they win four to one. But I will say this the worst team in the NHL is the anti mighty Ducks.
3: Yeah, but can you imagine <laughs> Connor Bettered with Trevor Zegras with Troy oh, Terry? Like, Barry. oh my God. Like, yeah, I. I, so over that.
0: I think the West, though, to be honest, I think that you got uh, the Avalanche are going to do the IR, IR move. Mm-hmm. They're going to have tons of money to spend because they have guys on uh, the IR. So they'll make a run. And I think what Billy G's doing at the Wild, bringing in Rebo. Be, He's stud.
2: Billy G's a stud. Car- yeah. Jesus be careful. So like the, the
0: Wild could make a scary run. There's no one else in the West.
3: How many years have we been saying that? Though? No, I've well, never. Like, I, I, I say it every year. Like this year, the, like last year. Last year was the biggest disappointment that the Wild have ever given me. With 2017 being the second most, because that was the second most points too. Like they had all the pieces in place last year too, and you still can't yeah, get out of that first round. Like I don't know. are like, doing, to, but
1: they're doing this with the Parisian Suter contract. That's some one hell of a GM. Yeah, one hell of a coaching staff to do what they're doing with what they have on the back. the Cap space. I to, mean, it's
0: yeah, for sure to play devil's advocate. To Jesse, really quick is the previous years, they're not getting by the Avalanche. They're not getting by the Blackhawks. They're not getting by the who are they who are they not gonna get by this year? It's gonna be the Avalanche when they get they're gonna have Dallas. I I guess haven't watched enough Dallas is good. You're right.
3: You know, like uh, Jay Cottinger (laughs) is a phenomenal goaltender, little hashtag one of (laughs) us, Minnesota. But
1: Dallas, Uh, Dallas, (laughs) they, they think they're a big sports place. I lived there for six years. Although I that mean, would be
3: sweet irony for Minnesota to beat time. Dallas, would yeah. oh, yeah. like, be
2: unbelievable. Yeah, right. Could you
0: imagine we're going so. to we're have the Super Bowl and the Stanley Cup in the same
2: year? <laughs> so. You just jinxed uh, us. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> me, yeah. I jinxed yeah. it.
3: The uh, are getting him. out in the first round, <laughs> so is Minnesota. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, hey, go Twins. <laughs> Why you're
1: here? I like to, you know, what's your perspective on uh, Kirk Cousins?
3: Uh,
1: MVP. I... Mine. Not a chance.
3: I it's hard to argue like statistically this isn't even his best season right like that's what's crazy I think you can't just credit Kirk though you have to credit this whole team like it's absolutely insane what they did last weekend against Indian yes you can say oh it's Indian Bach and all that and it was terrible but I mean Patrick Peterson going in and saying hey we're just down five touchdowns and for them to actually believe like okay yeah we're just down five like that's insane to me because I've been questioning all year long like how can this be sustainable to be down so much and then to come back and have a great third quarter or have a great fourth quarter? Clearly, that's what they want to do, which is playing with fire, frankly, but they haven't really been that burned so much for it, and Kirk is a big part of that. So, Kirk O'Chains, I dig it. I'm a fan.
1: I think you we'll got to jump on board because we're always like, oh, this is yeah. these are the games we lose. And yeah. then you watch this team just continue winning. You're like, and then what do we do in Minnesota? We bitch about them winning. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's like it it could be 75 and like, I wish it was 74, (laughs) you know, like that's that's what we got up here. And we're just have that tough nature. But I think we expect a lot out of our sports teams because we believe like with the weather, especially when it hits wintertime, like that's all we really have is to watch the Vikings. Like I just talked to my grandpa. He's having surgery uh, tomorrow on his back. And all he cares about is getting out in time to watch the Vikings on Saturday. You know what I mean? So it's crazy. You're like, what?
3: It's a toxic relationship. Like it's literally, it's like very much an abusive relationship. Like, Mm. oh, I know they hurt me every time, but I'm gonna come back every single time. Like it's it's like you have with the Winters and like you have with every Minnesota sports team. Like you expect that disappointment. You're waiting for that shoe to drop, and Mm. the Vikings this year are the epitome of that. Like oh yeah, they're gonna lose to the Colts because why wouldn't they lose to the Colts? I I don't know, the next three games, winnable games. Granted, you're outside with Green Bay and Chicago, that'll be interesting, but I don't know. It's goddamn Minnesota sports.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, so before we get into uh, Jesse's uh, 99% story, because right now she's, a, well, she told one little bit, but she's a percenter right now, just like Jack was.
2: One percent. Um
0: 7%. I wanna talk a little bit about uh <laughs> the Bar Down Beauties. What a great name. What Bar a, Down Beauties podcast. Are you kidding me? Like if you're not listening to this right now, you're nuts. It's uh so I listened to it uh the last couple of days. They absolutely crush You mean because- last
3: couple of years. I know you meant. That Danny, is last couple of years. Did yeah. I
0: say days or years? Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah.
0: you meant years. It's fine. Oh, I said you. Did. Oh, I meant years. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, they crush Minnesota Wild. And like, I'm telling you right now, they know what they're talking about more than Nate Maurer knows what he's talking about, <laughs> which is really hard to believe, <laughs> not, but the they do. Show,
1: yeah, the show could be that. Much. Okay, so, so <laughs> I, know, I feel
3: like that lesson doesn't yeah, Yeah, bit, No, honest.
1: no. Hey, if you just want to live in a yeah. reviewers, you just did it. <laughs> so, uh,
0: so. Before we get into Jesse's ninety nine percent story, which I I still don't think she has one, but we'll find out. Um, Jesse, tell us. Okay, so bar bar down beauties, like how are we not selling merch for this? First of all, yeah. can first I get a hot? No kidding. Yeah. I want to have ha- merch. my wife. I, needs brought a ton of gear. I brought you guys
3: stickers. I brought you guys like a hot, so sexy girl yeah. at the bar down playing <laughs> hockey.
0: Like, what do we need?
3: We got so we have soda stick not know. I was like, do
0: it. But yeah. um, you can do anything you yeah. want here. You just did it. You just get it. You yeah, they did. But so they <laughs> have merged. Fire, like fire us. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys.
3: Uh, no. Cancel, mate. <laughs> it's finally going to happen. Stay. <laughs> Powered. Episode two, yeah. episode two, just done. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Make sure I get out though. It's make sure this one, one yeah. comes yeah. out. With uh, <laughs> no, you. We do have some merch. We've got stickers. We got live shows. Uh, I love it. It was my kids love stickers. Yeah, right. I know who doesn't. No, I want a hat. I I, I, I get you a hat. Yeah, it's a dad hat. So no, like, got, I, want
0: like, a dad. I want like a flat yeah. brim, flat brim. Oh, we have those cute too? logo.
3: Yep, wear backwards
0: it. like Nate Dog was earlier.
3: Yeah, you, we we have it all. It's great. Uh, We started it within a week because apparently somebody thought that I was kind of fun to listen to Mm -hmm. when I was chirping the wild. And they were like, Do you want to do a podcast? And I was like, Yeah, why not? And here we are four years later. Four Uh, years. Yeah. It's it's wild. Yeah.
2: That's so cool. That's awesome. awesome.
3: Yeah. It's crazy. It's one of those things that, as you guys will learn and know, you just keep doing it, keep pushing yourselves in everybody's face. And eventually, like, I've had so many people like, you really grew on me. I'm like, I'm not sure that that's a compliment, but thank you. Like, I'm you're, super you're, thrilled. Like you were, ho- yeah. you were hard shit. Yeah. You're, you're, like war- you're like that wart. You're like that wart yeah. that I couldn't get rid of. I'm like, I know. Two and a half I'm years. <laughs> yeah, I'm so, not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you yeah,
1: obviously you've been like, this is like a dream come true to finally get on 99 percenters. of pull tabs. Exactly. <laughs> like <I> mean, you're <laughs> finally gonna get some followers. You made it. Something you something made like, it. Yeah.
3: It's like, check it off the top of the list. You know, when I yeah. said I wanted to work in the NHL, it was really so I could come on this podcast. Yeah. Like I was like, you know, maybe they'll finally notice me. Hi, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, totally. right, Jesse. So how are you at 99% or Philson? How you oh got screwed goodness. What something happened to you? Was it hockey? Was it, or you didn't play hockey? Was it lacrosse? Was it, it soccer? Yeah. Was basketball?
3: I mean, were, you know what, curious? I didn't tell you guys, that. I did get screwed over in basketball, but I, <laughs> so it's, it's, well, we'll turn a page um my 10th grade basketball team where i thought i was an exceptional basketball player you guys remember mo- the movie love and basketball yes yeah really. i was gonna live that dream i was gonna go to usc <laughs> i used to write my number on the shoes oh, like yeah. that was gonna be my dream turns out at five six you cannot be a post player anymore <laughs> which was something i've had in my entire career so there was that um 10th grade team sweetest coach ever at modemedi and he makes some cuts and he cuts three girls. And one of these girls was honest to God, the nicest, sweetest girl. She, did, she just wasn't good at basketball. That's fine, right? You're in 10th grade. You are in 10th grade. You take a cut and you're done. It's fine, whatever, move on. She shows up at practice the next day and we're all kind of like, this is really fucking awkward. So wait, um, she got
0: cut? She, she showed back cut. up? She's back at practice. Ooh, gamer, oh, her, f- I like her All right. Gamer, her, her I mom, want her on my this team. team. I Let's want her cool. on my team. <laughs> her,
3: her mom is on the board.
0: Oh shit! That changes. Guess who got cut no. the day
3: after? No way! No,
0: you didn't. Yeah, now that, that's not that after <laughs>
3: after I did one on one with the coach at practice too, I was like, oh, he's for sure gonna move me up to like top five. Like, I mean, I schooled him down for a layup. It was beautiful. Uh, yeah. And again, she's a sweetheart. I know it was never her doing. Like, she probably could have cared less. <laughs> well, she, she didn't. She
1: didn't need a shoulder. Her mom was now. a.
3: She her mom had been this way since like. <laughs> Day one. And and we felt bad because we were all like, What the fuck is she
2: doing here? We're like this is <laughs> really weird. What,
3: what old, what old the next thing I know, I'm called into the hallway Jesse, you're like the like, out. God damn it. <laughs> cool.
2: I just got caught. Okay, so what <laughs>
3: happened?
0: So, so Jesse, that's your 99% of story, or do you have another one?
3: You want me to tell the hockey yeah. one? I'll well you the,
0: well you told good. the one about I told the got, hockey one. We got about five minutes here. All right. You gotta tell us it and then we'll uh
3: my best friend, and she still is one of my best friends. We had a we had a hot second where obviously we were not friends <laughs> for this moment in time. So as I mentioned, I was the stats girl for our varsity hockey team my senior year.
0: We called analytics, no?
3: Oh, is that what we call it? You're analytics. Analytics, yeah. You're ahead, that of, the sounds ga- better. You're ahead of the game. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds and better. You're yeah, super that smart. smart. Yeah, are yeah, 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 smart. Yeah. You're yeah. smart. You're yeah. I basically said... <laughs> Plus, minus. Like, that was great. It was it, it taught me a lot about hockey. Um, no, so at the, again, this team was not very good. And so uh, there was going to be an after party on like a Thursday of a school night um, at one of the guys' house. We were all going to drink and uh, <laughs> hang out. Shockingly, my parents were like, no, you cannot go do this. You cannot. I don't care. Whatever, blah, blah, blah. So I go home. Um, I get a call from my friend and one of the hockey players saying, hey, we're outside your house. Just sneak out. And I was like, you don't know my mom. Um, We're not sneaking out anywhere. You guys go have fun. I'll be fine. Whatever. I get woken up in the morning very aggressively from my parents who barge into my room, yelling at me about going to this hockey party that I did not go to, (laughs) mind you. Try to convince them otherwise, whatever. Go to school. Turns out my friend's not there because she's nursing a hangover with her mom, who she told that I picked up. <laughs> it was a whole thing. It was a good couple days before I was like, I forgive you. Like, that was crap. Like, and yeah. I was, ar- I suppose the one thing I did leave out when I told you guys, I was already kind of on quote-unquote probation with my parents for whoa, a party. Whoa, whoa, I, back up, I, I whoa, whoa, I back just, up. I got caught drinking like the weekend before, so they were already kind of on edge about me. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Our sweet little Jesse, those hockey players, <laughs> damn it, they, they did it. Uh, yeah, no, so it was hard to convince my parents. Otherwise, my mom finally kind of believed me. She's like, you're still grounded this weekend. I was like, that's
1: a bunch of bullshit,
3: but whatever, took it.
1: You still no got fun. grounded?
3: I still got grounded.
1: Parents can't even hold people accountable that long anymore. Oh, yeah. Like,
3: you're like, nah.
1: <laughs> like, grounding is, you got to go outside and you can't play Fortnite for three hours. You're like, son of a bitch. My <laughs> life what, is over.
0: What are we going to do out there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> do I got to breathe the oxygen? <laughs> <laughs> like, <no. laughs>
3: Ride your bike? God
0: forbid. Yeah. I'm going to be dead honest, Jesse. Um... First story, legit. Ninety nine percent are like, (laughs) you got screwed. Second story,
3: I forgot about that one. Truth. Second
0: story. (laughs) I mean,
1: I feel like we uh, all got uh, I thought that I thought that was like a Bill Maher story. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> you know that's what I mean. Like soft
0: as shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> but the first story, you're making the team, the next day you get caught, yeah. because someone's like on the board. Like
1: that's Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, the oh first, man. 99% of for sure on the first I just story. gotta yeah. keep you
3: guys on your toes. I didn't want to give you the gold right away. Yeah, no, I knew I like you guys would know, yeah. So. Uh,
0: well, hey, thanks for joining us. Everybody listen to uh, Bar Down Beauties. school what's the what's the viking one
3: uh before we die is the title on score north oh that's aggressive yeah (laughs) i mean my problem is what if they win this year and then now it's we got stanley
0: cup and a super bowl coming yeah (laughs) in my opinion (laughs) hey boys it was uh (laughs) it was fun and it was real you can hear us on spotify apple I don't have a computer. Everything else, you can listen to podcasts. You can hear us on. Hey, like us on Instagram. We got a do an Instagram page, actually. Yep. Instagram. Instagram, Facebook, get in Twitter. There. Get on there. Join us. Uh, Jesse's going to p- like us. Probably. So there you <laughs> go. Hopefully. <laughs> Probably. Probably. I don't know. We'll <laughs> see.
3: We'll see how this episode's out. 50-50. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> until next time, keep telling those stories.